there's this reservation about banks moving to the cloud, right? So we want to make sure that we can deliver everything, whether it's on-prem or on-cloud as well. You're listening to Payments Innovation, a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders navigate today's global digital economy. Looking to learn about the latest innovations within fintech and payments? You've come to the right place. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another Payments Innovation episode. This is your host, Chris D'Antuano with Currency Cloud. And today I'm happy to have Don Hollowell from Zaffin. Don, how are you today? I'm doing well, thanks, Chris. How are you? I am doing well, thank you. Pleasure to have you on today. And our topic that I think we're going to get into is digital transformation into rising rates environment. And Don, if you could uh, just give a brief background about your experience and, and how you ended up at Zaffin. Oh, for sure. So I am the Senior Director of Marketing and Communications at Zaffin. I've spent in this digital marketing, I've spent the past 10 or so years bouncing around different companies, helping out with my experience along the way. And um, I'm here at Zaffin, which is a worldwide leader in digital banking. And we, we work with over 30 of the largest banks in the world, including the big five in Canada, a lot of major banks in the US and around the world. And, and we're helping them with their, their digital transformation challenges. And so when you mentioned the digital transformation challenges, are you seeing you know, the banks coming to you guys for specific advice in regards to digital, uh, or is it kind of working together in, in a collaborational uh, piece for the transformation aspect? It's certainly a collaboration. We partner with banks. We are a software vendor, first and foremost. So we are taking our technology and we're giving banks new agility and ability as they go down their, their digital transformation journey to be able to provide customer experiences that, uh, that, I mean, that customers demand in this, this modern era. Yeah, and I guess it's an, you know, an ideal relationship you know, to go about that. Now, you know, what we've noticed being in sort of that same partnership you know, arena, there is a good amount of pushback. And so you know, where do you see, I guess, the banks that having to be a you know, must of adapting to this new technology compared to you know, the, the pushback in, in regards to where you're seeing that? Well, I think in the current landscape, I mean, we're in that rising rates environment. There's also some new incumbents signaling that they might be entering the, the banking industry. So the pushback is becoming less and less on digital transformation. I, I know the, the traditional issues that you, you run into when working in financial institutions or, or as a fintech vendor tend to be security, IT, legacy systems, um, always having to overcome that. And, and perhaps the resistance and pushback is, is coming from that. And the ability to mesh well. Zaffin has the benefit. We've been around since 2002. So we're, we're a well-established software vendor. Uh, we're deeply integrated into, into many partners, and we've, we've got the benefit of 15 plus years of, of learning how to integrate with these that, that help reduce the, the pushback. I was talking earlier about the incumbents, and what I mean by that is big tech. So we're talking the largest companies in the world uh, with the deepest coffers outside of banks, uh, the, the Facebooks, the Googles, the Amazons of the world, they are driving the customer experience. They have all this customer data. They're, they're really pushing innovation in the digital world. And they're signaling, uh, from what I'm seeing personally, they're signaling that they might be entering and they are, they're making bets in, in the finance space. So banks, traditional financial institutions, and, and they know this, they all know this, they, they do have to innovate to, to stay competitive or to partner. And there can be simple, quick wins that they can have to, to help overcome some of the legacy challenges that they face. I totally agree with you there. And, you know, seeing that, you know, these type of companies have that much data, 
and seeing where the values are and driving that to to a bank can really bring you know their value to to that market. Now, are you seeing on your side having the bringing that data to to the banks? Are you seeing the banks become more of a marketplace than it than it used to be? So, you know, bringing that that consumer data to them, being able to open up you know different areas within the bank, kind of drives different aspects. Are you seeing it become more of a marketplace in regards to where it was before? Well, what I really see is I see a desire, and especially with open banking, I see a desire for that to be the case. But there's so many barriers once you get into a financial institution and, and try to execute upon that desire, it, it becomes it becomes very difficult to, to execute. So yes, in, in an ideal world, but there's a lot of, there's, there's any number of different variables when you're, when you're working with these banks. Each one is built differently with a different software stack that can be prob- problematic when, when looking to execute a digital vision like that. What many people, I, I mean, certainly I know the audience here are bankers, but when he, what many people in the public and the customer can't overcome is they don't realize that their financial institutions are essentially, they've become these large systems of back offices and middle offices, not just when what you see when you when you log into your mobile banking app or your your online portal uh, to your computer. It's not that. There's there's a system, a complex system of process and human interaction in the back offices, not unsimilar to a Rube Goldberg machine, so like overly complex to achieve a simple task. And I'll extrapolate a little bit, but people don't realize that when they tap something on their mobile banking app, it actually might trigger a sequence of events that involves like even paper printing out in a middle office and signatures and, and things like that. So with that challenge is really the discrepancy between what their vision is as a, as a financial institution to, to want to be able to transform digitally and uh, the realities of, of where they really are at in terms of their, their tech stack. And now when you guys go in and work with a partner in regards to the banks, do you have do you find yourself bringing multiple different you know vendors uh, to the table for them or trying to connect to different vendors to make those different type of partnerships and ecosystem unison or how do you go about connecting you know multiple different aspects of the partnerships? We are we pride ourselves at being uh, pretty much vendor agnostic and that's whether it's your your core banking system, we have a, a fixed data model where as long as the information that we need, the data that we need is sent to us, we can work with any number of, of different players, whether it's different algorithms or a smaller fintechs that you might have built in-house or partnered with, or it's, it's your large core provider. We interface very well with, with all of those. We, we think of ourselves as, as kind of that, that middle layer from the, uh, from the front end that the consumer experiences all the way back to your, your core banking systems. And that tends to be really important nowadays as there's a very specific different uh, business models coming to, to, to face in regards to the fintech landscape. And it's, you know, it's really important to be flexible in that aspect, as well as transparent into what you can provide. And especially what we're seeing, you know, being very specific in this market, is that y- you have to have the ability to be able to connect to multiple different systems. And then in regards uh, to the banks, and we're seeing there's a must to adapt uh, to this new technology and digital, digital transformation, as we did mention. Do you feel that where we're sort of going, that these bigger financial players, technology players want to get involved into the banking world. You, you mentioned like an Amazon, mm-hmm. Facebook. Do you think there'd be some interest them into getting into the banking world, having, you know, coming in the reverse side? Yeah, I think certainly they know the big tech firms, they, they kind of know the challenges that, that large banks face. I mean, they, they do interface with them frequently on a number of different projects. So they're aware of the opportunity 
perhaps for disruption. And we're seeing digital banks come out that aren't the big tech, but the ability for a big tech company to come in and, and disrupt the industry is certainly something that, that's on the horizon. So, and, and the way they would benefit is they're not bogged down by these legacy systems that I, that I talked about by, by all these vendors. They can sort of build something from scratch that's designed from day one for this digital environment rather than hacking together a number of patchwork solutions to be digital, which is what the, the banks have to do. Another very important distinction with, with banks is, is the security and on-prem versus cloud. A lot of times when we're talking about uh, ability or we're, we're experiencing different systems, there's this reservation about banks moving to the cloud, right? So we want to make sure that we can deliver everything, whether it's on-prem or on cloud as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's understandable. Now, what is the pushback to being able to store with the cloud for the banks? Is it, is it more of data security than, than anything else? Yeah, I would say it's security, first and foremost, and control is, is the other ability. So, but that is easily, I mean, if you, if you look at the way that we've designed our, the way data flows within us, it's, it's easily over, overcome um, with a quick conversation uh, between the two IT departments and, and CTOs, but it is a concern. It's, it's sometimes, I think, even historically, cloud has been a four-letter word for banks or, or for the IT departments at banks. But I think it's it's starting to open up. Yeah. And, you know, we're seeing that, especially when you get down to, I guess, the terms for the end user, right? So, where you know, where is the daughter, uh, the data being stored and when does it get transferred and who's liable, right? So I think, at least for us, when we establish different partnerships, and, and it might be with you when you're connecting them as well, where is the liability? And especially with the banking partners, uh, it's the number one uh, piece of importance mm-hmm. and that protection. So I think moving into the cloud kind of introduces a little bit more of a risk in that regard. It's just more getting a better understanding of where um, you, that, that data can be protected and, and, and who's liable, I believe. And, and as we start to see these challenger banks come about, especially here in the U.S., as we're starting to see more traction and in Canada and the Toronto area specifically, you have these challenger banks coming about and the majority of them are, you know, have that banking backbone. So we're seeing the integration uh, in regards to the Challenger Bank needing that banking backbone and that banking license. Do you think there's going to be a bigger push here in Canada and in the U.S. in you know retrospect to the U.K., let's say, in having a true Challenger Bank with their own banking license come, you know, come full steam here? Or do you think there's that still need of that banking partner in, in the States and in, in Canada? I don't want to predict the future because we haven't seen a play out here. Um, I think it's yeah. we, we we do have a very different like consumer landscape than than of course what's happening in the UK, but it's certainly possible. I, I think from our regulators' perspective, the desire is there, and I have the benefit of having spoken with the government of Canada on one of their panels recently. The desire is there to deliver that customer experience, right? So they might be, and I, I don't want to speculate, but they might be more inclined to provide a banking license to a, a challenger bank in this environment because the citizens are, are kind of demanding competition and, and things like that. So it's interesting. We might see, uh, it, it, I don't think it will happen. I certainly know it won't happen very quickly and it's not imminent like next few months. But but yeah, over the next few years, it's going to be interesting to, to sit on the sidelines and, and interact with this. It is. It's very interesting. You know, and like I said, over the past years, we're seeing a lot more interest. Now, you know, how long it takes to get that up, up and running uh, is a whole nother uh, question. And, and the road to get there might uh, be a little bit longer than expected. But it's interesting to see that they're starting to, to come up and, and try and get more interest uh, than there was previously. 
And you're right, the consumers are kind of in demand for it rather than having the standard or the norm. Well, Don, it was a really pleasure to have you on today. Really good stuff for our listeners. And if you could, what, you know, what's the best way for our listeners to get in t- contact with yourself and, and your, uh, your staff at Zaffin? The, the easiest way to, to get in touch with Zaffin, I mean, Zaffin.com, that's, that's kind of our main hub for, uh, for all communications. Follow us on the blog. We're posting on these topics and, and more all the time. And also the Zaffin Twitter handle, simple, at Zaffin on Twitter. Um, send us a note, follow us there, and you'll be able to get updates on all of this stuff. So we, we have some really great industry thought leaders providing that content. One of the areas we didn't talk about today is, is AI, right? And I think AI is really changing the way that banks are able to gain insight and also influence process and automation. And, and we play in that space, certainly. On the insight side, you're seeing a trend from what was once mass insight. We can take massive groups of information and, and kind of infer and batch and segment down to now with AI, the, the segment of one, the, the future ability for a bank to deploy personal insight bot down to each one of their, their customers and provide a truly tailored uh, banking experience is, is going to be really powerful to watch on the AI side. And then on process, we talked about the middle office, we talked about the Rube Goldberg machines and things like that. With AI, I think there's a lot of, well, there certainly is a lot of room for, for process improvement in banks. And the tech and the processing power and all of that is, is now catching up with, with our desire. That's excellent. Excellent stuff. Well, Don, appreciate you getting on the line today. And, uh, you know, we'll be in touch. And this is really good stuff for our listeners. Take care. Thanks for having me. Currency Cloud is an online payments company that makes international money transfers fast and simple for businesses. We're building a borderless future where international transactions are seamless for a better user experience. Discover the world's most trusted payment platform and our toolkit of developer-friendly APIs at CurrencyCloud.com. You've been listening to the Payments Innovation Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe now in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Until next time.